Bonjour, film lovers. Did you know that you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher Radio? We also have a website, realnerdspodcast.com, where you can find cool articles and other ways to listen to the podcast. You can also follow us on social, Facebook at Real Nerds Podcast, and Twitter and Instagram at Real Nerds. You can also call us at 720-6-NERDS-5. We will listen to it, we will play it, and we will probably commentate on it. Also, email us at realnerds at gmail.com. Anyway, enjoy the episode. Well, a real nerd knows who shot, and a real nerd can follow the plot, and a real nerd can... Doesn't talk film! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Take it outside. Well, a real nerd knows who shot, and a real nerd can follow the plot, and a real nerd Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, live at Fan Expo 2023, Denver edition. I am sitting down with... Hey everybody, it's your boy Gobo Moran come, uh, from Block uh, 22 fame as well as uh, the uh, Lunar Harpoon channel. You might have also seen me on Project Nerd. And uh, thank you so much for having me, Ryan. Yep, thanks for stopping by. What brings you to Fan Expo? Uh, we're out here doing press. We do a kind of a, you know, what happens at Comic-Con uh, for uh, the Lunar Harpoon channel. And so the, uh, the people at Fan Expo have been really gracious to us over the last couple of years. Let us come in here, film, do our thing. And, you know, um, I'm actually pretty excited. we got some great celebrities this year. Uh, Sam Raimi is oh. here, one of my all-time uh, favorite directors, as well as uh, Scream, uh, probably like one of the most quintessential horror movies of our generation. Um, you know, so I got a ghost face action figure that I'm going to have signed by Matthew Lillard and uh, Skeet Ulrich, so that was a big thing that I wanted to do this weekend. But other than that, you know, it's just a great time to see friends. You know, a lot of people from out of state come in, and it's, it's a great time to just connect and, and be a nerd, you know? It really is, and I, my favorite director is Sam Raimi. And when I got that email that he was coming, I, I shed a tear. Right. And then I start panicking and <laughs> said, man, I needed him to sign something. But I don't know what I want him to sign. My favorite movie is Army of Darkness. Okay. My favorite superhero is Spider-Man. So I don't know what I want him to sign. I was going to say, it might be worth it to just uh, just do a twofer, you know, go you know, to full 180. It, I probably should. I really <laughs> should. Because, I, I mean, I, I don't know how many conventions he even does. I mean, this is the first I've right. known that he's come to one. No, I was honestly shocked. It's very rare that we get directors, especially directors that are still working. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, what, Doctor Strange came out, what, last year? Last year. Yeah. Which uh, I think totally underrated. Um, Agreed. Yeah, if, uh, I know it got a lot of uh, pushback from the traditional Marvel crowd, but I loved it. Oh, I agree 100%. And what I love about Sam Raimi is his films are so unique. He has such a style and a voice that I can look at it and I know instantly it's Sam Raimi just by his, how his camera moves. Um, you know, it's, he's just an amazing person, yeah. and I can't wait to go to his panel tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a good one for sure. It's uh, just, just being in his presence, I think, is going to be kind of a I line. hope his aura rubs off on me. Yeah. That's what I really want. You know, I unfortunately do not have the problem of knowing what, it, what he wants to sign because I actually have a, a movie Maniac's Ash signed by Bruce Campbell Oh, already. nice. So I got Bruce. Now I'm going to get, get Sam Raimi as well. Maybe I'll have him sign my Bruce Campbell signed If Chins Could Kill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'll be, it'll be an inside joke if nothing else. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember when Bruce... 
was here, I really wanted him to sign a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. But then I said, like, how am I going to get a chainsaw in here? Yeah, like a real chainsaw. Yeah, like a real one. I'm okay. not going to get like one of those prop ones. I was going mean, to say, like that real. could be difficult. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's it's fun. And I, I mean, we're all nerds, so it's always great to meet the other ones. And mm-hmm. besides them, is there any, like, artists you're wanting to see? Or is, are you more of the celebrity guy? You know, honestly, uh, I am a comic book guy as well. Um, Jim Lee is here. I got to... The, I got to walk by him and uh, I haven't really spoken with him yet but he's got some artist prints and stuff out so unbelievable uh, Jai Lee is also here um, if you're a fan of the Miller Batman books he did all of that art really great stuff very distinct uh, style exactly yeah that really that uh, that stark light and shadow contrast that he does is really great stuff um, and then of course um, one of my friends uh, Tone Rodriguez is here absolutely um, I'm very I'm very close friends with Tony Fleece who wrote the um, the straight straight dogs comics for very popular for right image now. yeah mm-hmm. and so Tony's the author tone is the uh, is the artist and so uh, that's how I, I kind of met him and you know I've seen him at a couple of cons so I'll go by his booth show him some love sweet um, also the guy who does the uh, I don't remember the na- his name off the top of my head but the guy who does the um, art for goosebumps. Um, oh really? Yeah, yeah. He's over in the he's over in the corner over by the food court. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, uh, Tim Jacobus is his name. Uh, really great. So author. like the, the actual books, like the yeah. Oh sweet. Yeah, like the uh, the actual like uh, the matte paintings. Um, oh sweet. On top that uh, it's like a were- there would be like a werewolf or a swamp or whatever. Yeah. And That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and it's prints of the book. Right, right. Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I'm, I'm really can't wait to see frank chose here too and okay. he's he's awesome so i'm really looking forward to that all right so um so like so where are you guys based out of? we're based in denver are you really yeah okay that's awesome yeah yeah this is our 12th i don't know we were at the first one so oh, yeah. yeah we've been really lucky to always have a presence here yes uh i totally agree i i was at denver comic-con one as well but that was before i started uh into youtube and podcasting and stuff so it was like I was just here as a fan, but yeah. now like being part of like you know the organization and, and getting co- to connect with people on a professional level, uh, I definitely prefer that. Yeah, it is, <laughs> it is interesting because you you know when you first start, you're always concerned that like, you don't want to overstep, but then you learn that they're really cool and they're really nice, right? And they'll do they'll help you out a lot. And yeah, it, it takes it takes a few years to kind of figure out exactly where yeah. the line is, but you know once you get it, I think it's. It, it, it's not hard to follow. Right? What, what I tell everybody, all right, the first year here, Michael Uslin, who produced all the Batman stuff, uh-huh. was here promoting his book called The Boy Who Loved Batman. Okay. And one of my favorite interviews was with him, and he told me, he said, all you got to do is ask. The worst they can say is no. Exactly. And yeah. it's, it's gotten me through a lot in my life. <laughs> and I haven't been told no yet, so. I was going to say, I haven't, I've never really gotten told no, but I've gotten to the point of, like, badgering a celebrity because I asked him for too many things. Yeah. Like, um. I think Polly Schreier, who played Bulk in the Power Rangers, mm-hmm. uh, he was giving us a lot of great stuff. We were doing interviews, hanging out with him, and then uh, I, I kind of like we were on the way out, and I was like, "Hey, can I get a quick promo? Like, if you get a, hey, uh, you're watching Lunar Harpoon," and he, um, after that, he was a little salty, you know. Oh, I think really? I, I think I pushed it a little too far. I was like, you know, you got to know the limits, you know. Yeah, so. I, maybe. I, you know, I've all the I've never had someone turn me down yet, mm-hmm. but doesn't mean they wouldn't. <laughs> Yeah, I had uh, the one the one celebrity that denied us. It was at Starfest in like 2013. Um, it was uh, Michael uh, Michael Dorn, right? Who plays mm-hmm. uh, Worf? Yeah, yeah. And um, 
I guess he had like watched the channel and he wasn't a fan of the stuff and he's like, yeah, I don't really want to do an interview with these guys. And really? So, yeah. That's harsh. <laughs> I know, right? And um, but another one of his Star Trek um, co-stars did the interview with us, so we ended up getting an interview anyway. So it wasn't that big of a deal, but I was like, you know. I, I respect his opinion, you know. Hopefully yeah. he had something constructive that he passed on. Yeah, you know, you know? what I always like, I, I actually like hate mail because then it means I feel like I'm doing a good job. Right, If right. someone hates me, then I'm like, all right, I, I, you can either boo me or you can cheer me, but at least I got you to do something. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Somebody somebody left a comment on one of my videos today. He's like, oh, the, the audio is so terrible on this. It's like, yeah, but you still listen to it. Yep. So I win <laughs> at the end of the day. Right. I see you're rocking the Nuggets. Are you a big fan? Uh, you know what? I'm a big I'm a big sports guy. Basketball is probably the um, the sport I watch the least, but the Nuggets this year were a really special team. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Jokic and uh, Jamal Murray and a couple of those bench guys. They really they really showed up when it mattered. And I gotta say, uh, being a Denver native. Um, Beating the Lakers in the playoffs oh. was probably better than winning the championship. Oh, yeah. it, it, it's a trip, right? Because yeah. that they're the champions. Right. Because they're always the butt of the joke. You know, I mean, they've always been okay, but they would always lose in the first round. Right, or, right. Like, they um, they were never consistent, and they had, like, several years where they were kind of in the basement. Yeah. You know, those, like, Dikembe Mutombo, um, <laughs> like... Uh, Antonio, Antonio McDice. Antonio <laughs> McDice. I was, about, I was trying to remember his name. Yeah, like that during that era, it was like they were okay, but they were just like consistently okay. They exactly. Weren't good, you know, you know Melo kind of put them over a hump for a little bit, right? right. But then it they then just offense you know, can't win, right? You, you yeah, need Mel- defense. Melo took them to the to the uh, Western Conference Finals Correct. one time, um, but we ran into a guy named Kobe Bryant, and, it's and like, uh, he's cold. He, he was cold blooded in the he playoffs. Was, he was a pretty good basketball player. Yeah, yeah. but it, it's been good to be Denver fans for a while. I hope the Broncos will be good this year. Yeah, you know, and it's funny. Um, the Broncos are the only team in Denver that I'm not a huge fan of. Really? Yeah, I'm. A, I'm actually a diehard Green Bay Packers fan. Oh man, I know. And um, a fun fact: uh, for we the beat le- you in a Super Bowl. You did. When I, and you know. <laughs> But that's that's not even the worst thing the Broncos have done to me uh, in my in my uh, football fan life. But um, yeah, in 2015, I went to the Broncos Packers oh, um, yeah. Sunday Night Football game. Steamrolled you, and and we got laid out. And I got I was in the front row behind the Broncos bench, and um, I think it was like it was like 10 to three or something. The Broncos had like a touchdown lead, and the Packers were starting a drive. And um, out of nowhere, a guy named Von Miller creams Aaron Rodgers, and we, we get pushed out of field goal range, basically sets the tone for the rest of the game. Well, I'm standing there with my cheese head and my Aaron Rodgers jersey just looking pissed off. Some dude from the Associated Press takes my picture, puts it on ESPN, awesome. Bleacher Report, <laughs> Fox. Like, So if you Google sad Packers fan, it's, it's actually a picture of me. Oh, that it. just, I mean, it, it warmed my heart because, <laughs> you know. Hey, you know what? I, I, I wish the Broncos the best. I um, I worked a season uh, with the Broncos doing private security when I was in college. Uh, I had two Broncos coach my high school football team, so I don't have, like, hatred towards the Broncos. I just, like, Brett Favre was the man when I was seven years old, and that's when I learned how to play football. So gotcha. I was like, okay, this, so, these are my So guys. how do you feel about Aaron Rodgers now? Good riddance, honestly. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, we talk a lot about it. Uh, I'm on a show on Lock 22 Productions called NF Hell, mm. um, where we kind of lament about our terrible football teams. And honestly, the other guys on the show are Seahawks, Jets, and Giants fans. Oh, wow. And so all of their teams are doing better. And now my team is on the on the downslide, and so they're kind of ragging on me. 
But um, Aaron Rodgers, like, the fire just seems like it's gone. Yeah. Like, uh, that, especially that, that last game of the season against I, I Detroit. I thought that, too, watching him. It's just he doesn't care anymore. It, it's like he just laid it out there. It's uh, it's like I'm, I'm done playing MVP qual- uh, mm-hmm. caliber football. And it's like if you're going to have that mentality, yeah, get him, get somebody else up, and, you know, best of luck to New York. I think they got a great team up there. But yeah. I, I just I don't see him winning another Super Bowl. It'll be hard. I, I don't know if he can make it, honestly. I, You know, I never really had this feeling towards him one way or another because mm-hmm. I'm a Bronco fan. But over the last two or three years, I'm like, dude, I am just over you. It's like <laughs> retreat, and is he going to oh, retire? Yeah. Is he not going to retire? Oh, yeah, and all the, all the weird ayahuasca stuff. Yeah. yeah it's, it's time for Jordan Love. I, I'd, I'd rather see a kid right. who wants to play. And, I, I honestly, I don't think Jordan Love is the guy either, but um, – you know, I could be wrong. Yeah, there's always knows? a chance, and and you know, there's further drafts and free agency. The Packers will will find a way back to the mountaintop, but it's not going to be this next season. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always I'm always optimistic. It drives my wife crazy. Uh, I always say the Broncos are going to be well now 17 and 0, and until they lose a game, they'll always be 17 and 0 in my heart. Well, there you go. I mean, I think that you can't you can't just expect to lose you know why yeah. why show up at all but i i hear you but from a logistics standpoint oh yeah i mean if i was looking at logistically i, mean, I, I think i think uh, the broncos got maybe one or two years it depends on how well peyton can run that offense um but honestly yeah they're you got the chiefs in that division man. i know like, that's that they're tough cookies it's like when we had john elway i'm sure that's how everybody felt you know just gonna mm-hmm. lose i just yeah i just hope that russell wilson comes back and he'll be good i think he will be and the jury, we'll the jury is out. It is. The jury is out. Well, we're stuck with him anyways. So. I was going to say, you got you gave him the contract, so hopefully he figures yep. it out. Right so. on. Uh, tell us one more time where we can find you. Sure. Um, well, my name's Gobo Moran, G-O-B-O, and then M-O-R-A-N. If you check out, uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. Uh, Gobo the Harpoonist is my TikTok ID. Um, put up some wacky stuff there. Lunar Harpoon is the name of my channel that I run on youtube we're also on lunarharpoon.com all the major socials um facebook twitter what have you and then also i got to put in a plug for the other channel that i work for lock 22 uh productions got a lot of great programming there uh if you're into like comics wrestling sports general movies is whatever you know definitely check out lock 22 as well do you still watch uh wwe Uh, i do not no unfortunately um i i was a big fan when i was a kid yeah but i think around like the Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin were kind of like the last um, wrestling that I I feel the same way. You just mentioned it, so I just piqued my interest because yeah, I, yeah. I try to watch it every once in a while, and I just can't. Yeah, and, and I'm not really into it, but there's a guy um, named Ben Shrewsbury that has, has a show called Two Marks and a Spark. He's really into wrestling, um, so I would definitely recommend that program, but I just could really never get into it. Yeah. Like, I think I think it's kind of a fun idea, just like uh, combat theater, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's entertaining, and the guys are you know, fairly good actors, and they're, you know, big and beefy and, you know, fun to look at. But uh, aside from that, like, I just think the fandom kind of pushed me out of wrestling. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. And, uh, yeah, check us out. We will. Thanks.
Thanks for listening to Real Nerds Podcast, a Nebulous Visions production. Stream or download episodes, read articles at realnerdspodcast.com. Stream us on Apple or Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Follow us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. Twitter and Instagram, at Real Nerds. Watch us on YouTube, Real Nerds Podcast. Email us at realnerds at gmail.com. Call us at 720-6Nerds5. Thank you to Sparks Mandrill, Mike at Plan 9 Studios, and Bologna for all of our groovy theme songs. And that's how you fucking do it.